I'm Jenny. Welcome to the Bradford Student Advice podcast. Today I'm joined by Robson, so if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hello everyone. Uh, I'm Robson. I'm a game design and development student. It's my first year at Bradford University and I've also been at previous universities before, but I'm sure we'll get into that. All right. So yeah, like you say, you're a first year student. Been at uni for about a couple of weeks now. So I just want to talk about how you finding it. How did you settle into uni, transition of coming from college to university, starting a new life, making new friends, and I'm thinking joining some new societies. Yeah, it's been um been a bit of a whirlwind for me really. I started uh, when I was 18. I, I joined UCAS and moved to Leeds from Blackpool. So originally I was going to do sport, business management. So it's been a few years since then. It's been about 10 years. But um, over the years, I've just sort of realised sport wasn't what I was wanting to do. So eventually just came back from uh, Blackpool, moved to Leeds, started, like you say, the college course. It was an access course. So it was only one single year. It was the kind of like skill-up courses that uh, colleges offer just to get you back um, into the gist of things, get you enough UCAS points to get you into uni, basically. You say you used to be game design and development. So, like you say, started out with an interest in sports. Now you moved to game design. So, what what made you make that change? Why why game design now? Um, well, I've always been a lover of games. Like I've been playing console games since I was God about six seven years old. I think my dad's first console he bought me was PlayStation One. So they've always been a, a key part of my life, really. Um, and I'm a massive League United fan. So you know, sports was something that was always there throughout my life as well. So it was kind of when I went to college originally when I was 16 it was mostly sports because that's what I'd done at high school I've played 40 plus hours a week of football like with my friends so yeah sport was just always in this in the sort of psyche for me so when I went to university it was more sort of the same thing that I wanted to do I wanted to look at more expansive versions of sport so I went into business management thinking that would be a good choice for me and kind of made the mistake of not joining any societies or really getting involved with university life when I moved or I really did have a, a sort of misjudgment when I first started. So yeah so you just mentioned then how when you first started university um, you sort of didn't, didn't join any societies didn't really make the most of the experience so how would you say now you're making the most of that experience at Bradford? Um, when I first joined I was checking out like pretty much when I knew I was going to come to Bradford I was checking out the whole website the student union pretty much everything online that I could get my hands on to look at I was doing so so I'd seen all the list of societies that I wanted to join and there was just loads there that piqued my interest and things that I'd never heard of as well so I wouldn't say niche as such but there was more about say like religion and identity now than there was 10 years ago which is great because that means that people can sort of explore who they really are when they come to university as well and I've joined some societies that have piqued my interest like the Japanese society because I want to learn origami um, and then the tabletop game society as well just to sort of make some friends on the course and you know just network a bit as well yeah so have you found that um joining those societies and sort of getting involved more has helped you kind of make new friends and sort of expand kind of your base around university and having those connections now so when I was originally at Leeds I found it very difficult and when I've moved to Bradford now and come to the university here I've just pushed myself even further to get more involved in societies and um, my course mates as well and just to have a better university experience. How's the experience been coming back to university obviously so you uh, what did you sort of say 10 years ago was when yeah. you first initially applied obviously coming back now as a bit more of a mature student how has that process been for you and how have you found sort of settling into university as as a mature student? Um, much better than 
starting university at 18. So to give you a sort of gestalt of what I've been up to in the like 18 to 27 years, um, I've lived abroad in Italy and worked there. I've uh, tried running my own businesses and um, worked in different events and like just tried my hand at different things. I feel like your 20s and especially like your late teens around the age when you're meant to go to university is the age to sort of muck about a little bit. Just find who you are, find the things that interest you and what you want to do in life. Because at 18, I feel you've been in school for 16 years almost. You've then gone to college. You've been pushed into university by the colleges almost and you sort of have to quickly make up your mind and then apply for all your courses. And then before you know it, when you blink, you're in university doing a course. And I feel like that's why a lot of people like myself drop out at around 18 and don't eventually go on to do the first degree that they ever set their hearts on. So yeah, it's been a lot better this time because I've had time to sort of go away and reflect on why I didn't enjoy those courses. So partially it was because of um, things like not making friends and not joining societies. And there was also things like I was doing a sports course and I had torn ligaments in my ankle. So the two don't really go hand in hand when you're trying to, when you're trying to lead sort of exercises for students and stuff like that. And you can't even make it 10 yards off a, up a football pitch. It's, it's not very helpful to sort of um, ex- show examples of what you're working on. Okay. So we're going to um, talk a bit about how you came to university then. So you came to uh, University of Bradford through clearing. So you want to just talk a bit through the, the process of clearing, sort of how you, how you found it, like contacting universities and, and, and ultimately making that decision to come to Bradford through clearing. So I applied for other universities and um, one of the other universities that I applied for requested a portfolio piece of just work that I'd done at college but unfortunately for whatever reason it was either through UCAS or through the university not contacting me Um, I didn't receive any information about the portfolio so had no idea that I needed to send it off so when it came to uh, the middle of summer I was slightly confused that I hadn't heard anything back from this university and uh, mentioned to my friends that you know has anybody else had this problem which my, my other friend had also had this problem as well so we looked into it and we was like, well, it's fine because no matter what happens, we've got clearing, we can um, apply through that. And basically everything through clearing should sort itself out, which eventually it did. So yeah, clearing was very, very easy when it came to it. Um, I st- you started out by getting a reference code from the university itself, I believe, um, for the course that you wanted to do. And I just had to sort of communicate it with the university, with UCAS, and that was really it, to be honest, because I wasn't because I wasn't accepted anywhere else. And I, I didn't have to talk to another university about leaving their university to join Bradford. It was quite straightforward, really. So um, did you know much about clearing then? As you mentioned, you know, you weren't too concerned about sort of like not having the office straight away because you already were a bit aware of clearing. So you were. What did you know about clearing and did that make you feel slightly more prepared in that instance? Um, Well, I hope you forgive me. Obviously, it's like on audio, so I don't want my air quotes to give it away. But it was a little like I wouldn't have to worry about it almost because when I did when I did my university profile back in, you know, when I was 18, I did it by the book almost. So like I went through, I didn't have to bother with clearing. Clearing was something that. I thought was for people in a tight spot or that had only just moved over to the country, like international students, for example, that weren't aware that they were getting into university until the last minute, maybe. I wasn't too sure, really, 
why I'd ever need clearing. So, I'd, yeah, like I said, you you don't really pay much attention to it, but when you need it, it's a great job that it's there because it does facilitate the move from being in between college and universities to getting actually into a university and on a course in such a short notice of time. I think it was over over maybe a fortnight at minimum and maybe at maximum a month until like Bradford had basically sorted everything out. Okay, so, uh, so you had a month to pretty much get sorted and then you were yeah. coming, coming back to university life? Yeah, pretty much. It was it was quite wild. So um, at the start of the month, I was like, right, well, I need all this stuff. I'm, I'm not a student that lives on the campus in the green. I live in Leeds. So um, I live with my nan, which is really lovely. So I get to drive over to Bradford for when I want to come in. So it's nice having that separation where I get to go back home and relax and I'm not on the green where all the chaos is maybe. But um, yeah, it was just, it's really nice knowing that I could still stay home and be able to look after my nan whilst also dealing with clearing because it was all either over the phones or over email or on UCAS itself. So yeah, it was really good that I didn't have to do any extra stuff like going into the uni to sort things out with paperwork or whatever. And so how have you found um, your course and what was what was the most exciting thing or the thing that attracted you the most to the to the games course? There was sort of an argument on our college course, actually, which was going to be the best aspect of each course. Would it be the fact that we have a placement year or would it be uh, the actual access to the technologies that we have? Like the um, There's a motion capture suite as well at the university that I believe I'll be able to get to use in the second or third year. So if anybody's not familiar with motion capture, it, you literally wear a black spandex suit with what look like huge, big co- white cotton balls on you. And it allows um, game design sort of software to map movement. So anytime you sort of see a character in a video game, it's chances are they've been motion captured using one of those big black lacquer suits, which are hilarious to wear. Nobody looks good in them either, but they're very fun to use. Um, so yeah, the placement year was also a big one for me with Bradford. Um, at the other universities, I tried to have a look at sort of what links they had to companies and things like that. But like when I saw the links that Bradford had with their placement year and previous student placement years that they've been on I was really up for it because some of the ones in game design some of the best companies are abroad you've got people like Rockstar and Take-Two who are over in America but then you've also got people like Bethesda who run out of Germany so the fact that the placement years would also cover being able to study and live abroad as well was just the next sort of step beyond that that just secured it really. All right, cool, Sandra. I'll, I kind of want to see this uh, motion capture soon. Now get get kitted up in the uh, in the Lycra. Um and as well was um, obviously you've mentioned about how you you live in Leeds, so you commute in. So it's it's a really doable thing, like you say. You don't have to live on campus, you know, to to make the most of the experience. I guess. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. The the amount of especially at Freshers' Fair, the amount of uh, societies that even though I wasn't part of them yet or maybe didn't really even have an interest of joining up were still inviting me on to do like nights out or like movie nights and things like that they were doing just to sort of get a like community aspect within the so- uh, society which some of the other societies that I've been involved with at other universities in the past just haven't had that sort of um, cohesion. It's been very sort of like a click almost. So let's talk a bit more about the uh, clearing process then. So how did you find the clearing process and, and what did you know about clearing before? When I first looked at clearing as sort of, as you do as you go through UCAS, it looked very ominous and sort of stressful because it seemed like something that had to be done just before the term starts with university. It seemed like if there was any problems, it'd all be done last minute. So I think it gives off that ominous vibe of, 
everything will be done, you know, very last minute, it'll be rushed, there'll be mistakes that have been made. And my experience was completely the opposite. Everything, I think I had two ladies, I believe one of them may have been named Catherine, and literally they were the ones that were emailing me back about um, my, like, updates on basically getting into Bradford. I believe they work either, I think it was either here or at UCAS, and they up, they updated me with pretty much every week with what had happened and how it was going um, and if there was anything that I needed as well. So they were checking if um, I had any disabilities. They sent me sort of uh, dyslexia, dyspraxia tests as well, um, anything for like low finance or so anything that you need that you would cover through your UCAS profile anyway. They made sure they covered through with me um, during that time just to basically ensure that everything was correct before so everything was sort of checked off and it left me feeling like really calm about it because I knew that the person had sort of looked after it all really. Okay yeah good so it sounds like you had a really quite a smooth clearing process sort of a smooth journey coming to university this time and you're really sort of like you're throwing yourself into things you're really making the most of the experience this time at Bradford. So I'm gonna throw things up a bit we're gonna have some quick fire questions putting you on the spot here pressure's on. Um, what was your favourite moment of Freshers' Week? Oh, um, I think probably the Freshers' Fair was my first day that I came down. Um, I'd not seen any of the campus. I'd not seen any of the buildings or anything like that. I'd just seen sort of the course materials. So as I walked up the street, I decided to walk into the Leeds, um, to the Bradford College and try and enrol there instead of at the university, which was hilarious. I walked in and the security guard was saying, I don't think you're here for college, are you, mate? (laughs) And I said, how'd you get that? And he was like, well, the fact that you've got a beard, that you look to be about mid-twenties and you're carrying some car keys leads me to believe that you're not 16. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, you've got a very good point there. So he pointed me the way up to the university and then, yeah, came up and enrolled and met with two people off my course as well, which was nice. We um, set up a WhatsApp group and it's just great to sort of everybody can keep up to date with anything that they miss on the course or any like help that they need with a project instead of bothering a lecturer at 10 p.m at night you can just put a message in the group chat and somebody will get back to you soon that kind of actually leads on to the next one so what's been your favorite thing or most memorable part of uh, starting your course so far maybe yeah maybe the first day again was quite memorable because nothing worked for the lecturer that day so it was not his fault it wasn't the university's fault or anything like that. It was just, we were all in this room. The lecturer couldn't get the PowerPoint started. For some reason, the computer just wasn't loading PowerPoint up. Um, and I also spilt my coffee all over myself as well on the first day, all over my jeans. So it looked like I'd wet myself on the first day of university. Make an which, impact. Yeah, make, make a really good impact, first yeah. impression. People remember it as well. That's great. You know, yeah. People looking like, that's the guy that wet himself, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and I had to say, no, it's coffee. But then after about an hour of it drying, it was just a big brown coffee stain. So, yeah, it was quite funny, to be fair. Um, what would you say has been the biggest surprise since starting at Bradford? The diversity on campus. There's a lot of different people in different walks of life. So there's like mature students like me, um, there's like even fresh students and international students. Uh, other universities I've been at, it's been primarily like a Caucasian young demographic of 18-year-olds that are starting university. And at Bradford, there's a, a bigger melting pot of like different diversity. And it's fantastic to see. You know, I'm, I learn more about different cultures on a day-by-day basis than I ever have done before. And for somebody that's interested in that as well, to learn sort of new things about new cultures, it's brilliant. Learning more about different people as you go through university is just part of like 
the experience of growing up as well. Yeah, no, I think that's a nice, nice point to, to end on, really. So thank you to Robson for joining me today. So that's all for this episode. Make sure you follow us on social media. If you search University of Bradford, we'll come up. Catch you later. This is where you get all the dodgy sound bites as well. Of just... Shall I sign myself off? Thank you to myself for coming on the Thank podcast you. today. <laughs> Thank you for Jenny. I think you've done a really, do, really good job, Robson. Well done. <laughs> pat on the back, pat on the back. <laughs>